G'day. That's, that's the UK Grand Prix, not the Australian. Save it, Max. Mm, those palmies. <laughs> it's not the palms. What's a palm? Prisoner of Mother England. Wait, seriously? That's an acronym. They'll call themselves that? That's what no, call Australians call British people that. That's Yeah, because they're the prisoners of Mother England. Yeah. Oh, and the Australians are those that have escaped Mother England. Yeah. By being prisoners. <laughs> That's, yeah, those are some real mental gymnastics there. prisoners, and they get back now at the UK by calling them prisoners. Okay. Yeah, right. it's like an inmate being like, hey, you're in jail. And you're, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're in jail in the real world. <laughs> no, I'm just in the real world. Shout out to all the pommies out there. Yeah. It's Silverstone this week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Henry, shout out to Henry. Yeah, our one <laughs> British listener, Henry. We're very excited. For those of you that weren't around for that or haven't seen the episode, I don't know why you haven't seen the episode, but we knighted <laughs> our first English Haas boy. Yes. Officially over the airwaves. It was an honor. Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm still riding that high. Me too, me too. Uh, guys, to get going this week, we just wanted to say, sorry for the late episode, but uh, hey, we're glad you're listening anyways. <laughs> We've got a question from a listener. His name's Devin Doxy. Max, do you have that? Yeah, he asks, do you think Gunter ever drunk dials Nikita Mazepin and just berates him for being <laughs> a bad driver? Late at night. <laughs> okay. All right. Likely. Yeah. Is my first thought. Yeah. yeah. I think it probably happens. Parker, what do you think? Honestly, if there's any guy that's going to do that and just get drunk and just call him and be like, oh man, Nikita, you are so bad. <laughs> it's going to be Gunter. He does not care. Yeah. No, he really does not care. He it does would not be care. him. We didn't want your shit sponsor. <laughs> Because it's manure. Anyways. <laughs> ah, it's a fertilizer. Uh, yeah. Just poor Mazepin trying to find a way to live a life. Just weird <laughs> calls in the middle of the night. Yeah. He sees Gunter hey, and he's excited. Mazepin. <laughs> and then just hangs up. Click. <laughs> Is this, are they want me to drive again? Mazepin. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> You suck do better. It's like, back to back. It's just multiple calls. He just keeps coming. He's oh just laughing. Gosh. You hear Jane laughing in the back. <laughs> tell, tell him it sucks. Tell him. Shut tell up. him you got his answer. Shut up. I gotta disguise my voice. Tell him he sucks. <laughs> tell oh, him you got his oh, pregnancy hey. results back. <laughs> oh hey there, Nikita. It's um, Roman. <laughs> Just calling to say that you spun more than a washing machine. <laughs> Click. <laughs> I can see it. Thanks for the image, Devin. Yeah. I think it could be a likely a likely thing. Yeah. We're glad K-Mag's on the team. <laughs> could I, be a fun week. I have a feeling that 
it's not just Nikita that's getting drunk calls from Gunter and feeling that current drivers are not exempt from he's, he's drunk phone getting, calls. Yeah, but they're like positive. Gets a drunk call to K-Mag. You are the beautifulest sea captain. Hey, so Kevin, did you like do some weird Viking magic? Because you're wrecking it out there for us. Thank you. You can uh, sell my boat any day. Is it maybe maybe here's another <laughs> another uh, p- a potential event here. But I don't know about you guys, but I'm involved in a text thread with an avid drinker. And it is his it is his go-to <laughs> to just start what? blowing this thread up. When he's drunk? Yeah, and it is some of them it is even though it's do not disturbed on my phone, it can be quite frustrating to have that many notifications when he has a bender. (laughs) So do you think that there's a Haas text thread? Oh. That maybe Gunter lights up? Oh, for sure. Gunter definitely has Mick and K-Mag in a group chat. Yeah. There's a a Gene, Gunter, Mick, and Kevin chat, and then there's just a Gunter... Mick and Kevin chat and the Gunter Mick and Kevin chat is like way more it's colorful. A, it's a good time. Yeah, that's a good time. Do you think that that was a Gunter Mick and Nikita chat and that it was Nikita was removed <laughs> and Kevin was brought in? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, there's a screenshot of that somewhere. Yeah. A, there is a screenshot out there of Nikita, it, of it just saying Nikita was removed from the conversation before he even knew that he was off the team and Gunther's just like, Okay, I hope he doesn't notice. Uh, there's definitely a drunk call every now and then to Nikita, but he thinks it's K-Mag, and he's just, oh, K-Mag, <laughs> so glad you're on the team. <laughs> We're already scoring points. <laughs> Not like that Mazepin. <laughs> oh, darn it. I, oh, dear. I've called the wrong number. You still suck, Nikita. Bye. Uh, if you have any doubt that any of this could be true, just watch that first season of Drive to Survive. Yeah. When it he doesn't invite K-Mag to the dinner. Or Roman. He doesn't invite, because he loves K-Mag, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't invite Roman to the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tell him I say this later. <laughs> Thanks so much for the question, Devin. Wow, you guys just get us thinking. We have the best fans. Really gets the wheels turning. Thank you, guys. Shifting gears. Turning those wheels. Turning our wheels in a certain different direction. This this week, we are heading to Silverstone. Yeah. In uh, Northamptonshire. So I was curious just now. Is that the the English theme song? Yeah. It's the the theme song of England. (laughs) Love, love, love. Shoot, we're going to get sued now. can't be monetized on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I just pulled up a map to f- see where Silverstone is, and I wasn't sure where it was. And then I pulled up the map, and I it's just still saw not it. sure. I pulled up the map, and I saw <laughs> it's right next to. I was like, "Is it here? Is it there?" And I was like, "Oh, it's right next to Pollersbury." <laughs> oh yeah, and Stoke and Brun and uh, yes. uh, Hanslope. Hanslope, right? Yeah. But actually, to your point, now that we're looking at this, are you ready for it? Yeah. Oh, was, oh you went way too far out. Oh, zip, sorry. Zoom, zoom in. Sorry. Zoom in here. Okay. Sorry. All right. Brackley. Yes. I've been to Brockley. Brackley is where Mercedes is. Oh. 
Milton, uh, Milton Keynes right there. Milton Keynes, Red Bull. Oh my gosh, it's right there. So within that small footprint of where Silverstone is, is where a lot of the teams exist. So you have Brackley, you have Milton Keynes. And so then cool. Aston Martin is Team Silverstone, right? So yeah. they're actually located right there by the track. Mm. And okay. so it's really cool. Yeah, so like a lot of the Formula One teams, it is the home Grand Prix of Formula One. So cool, so cool. And Mike, we uh, as we do every week, we wanted to get a little lead up to this circuit. Right. And so talk to us about that. Why is it the why is it the home race of F1? Why is everybody there? What does this circuit mean to F1? First of all, it's a very British sport and Silverstone was a track that they we discussed in previous episodes. The Mutton Grand Prix was the maiden the, the genesis maiden, yeah of, of silverstone which is you know they raced and ran into a sheep and killed one <laughs> and so the uh so silverstone goes way 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 back and has become the staple uk british grand prix track for years in the context of again the teams are very local they're very close and it gives the uk the opportunity for all the fans who love the sport and have for years and been raised on it to come out to the track see their favorite driver there's a couple of things about that right now that are special for this year and have been special at least for the last couple. But with COVID, last year's race was the first time that they had a full audience, a full crowd on hand for a race in even the season. So for the first time from 2020 all the way till now, which was early July 2021, there was no fans last year. Okay. So Silverstone was the first race to get them. Yeah. And this year they're all pretty excited again because it's, just an incredible atmosphere and especially for the British drivers who are, it's their home Grand Prix and there are quite a few at the moment. We have Lewis, George, Lando and I feel like some of these other guys kind of almost fall under that category like Alex Albin even though he's, he's British. He, I think he races Thai. under Thai as like he represents Thailand. He was Thailand. Like born and raised, raised in Britain, right? Yeah, but it, he actually got back into, it's part of his story that he went under the Thailand umbrella there to be able to come back mm. um but yeah so i mean there's lots of drivers in, in the field right now i think latifi might actually be but they've kind of banished him to canada you yeah. know they're like no you're not british as you do <laughs> then you have british adjacent people that under the commonwealth right the canadians and daniel ricardo <laughs> right exactly like it's it seems british still yeah or yeah. yeah exactly so there's a lot of that and then something that's really unique about this week's race that's going to be hugely different from the last little bit that we've seen is that the last three races were bumpy street circuits. Yeah. Except Canada is not a street circuit, but it's bumpy. And it's notorious. It's been that way for years. So Silverstone is a repaved now smooth circuit. It's very wide. It's very high speed. And, uh, and it's going to be, you know, low down forest, high, you know, high speed track. So... We're going to see very different results this week and we're going to see a strength in, in the teams in different ways. So Red Bull's really fast in a straight line. I have a feeling they're going to be pretty dominant, but I wouldn't count Mercedes out for a podium because they've been really fast on this type of track already this year and where they've seemed to gain some success in the past few weeks with the car to not have as much bouncing. I think they could be pretty competitive. Okay. Stark contrast to what we've seen the last three races, which would be cool. The one last bit of that is that just historically speaking, you know, Nigel Mansell said that the energy at Silverstone was worth a few tenths. 
It was something that just because he was a British driver and he would come home and the crowd was just cheering so loud and so energetic for him yeah. that they would, he felt like it could get, he could gain time with that kind of energy. That's really interesting. So we've talked a lot about Monaco and kind of the rise and sort of the fall off that Monaco's experienced right. and is experiencing. When people thought of F1 and the great rivalries of F1, we've thought about Monaco historically. Would it be safe to say that a lot of that focus has shifted towards Silverstone? Is Silverstone a season maker? Is it a litmus test for how well a team does? Or is it just one of the rest of the tracks? My experience being new to the sport, I didn't know really what Silverstone was, the track until Lewis knocked into Max, like they crashed and Max flew into the wall and got taken out in an ambulance or whatever. That's at Silverstone. Now that's in my mind, happened at that corner. And I'll know that Silverstone is that track from now on. So it's iconic for, since because of last season, everyone knows that that's when that happened and they can place that at that track. And it yeah. is one of the highest speed corners on the calendar. Is it? Yeah, Cops is a very dangerous high speed corner. So when Lewis and Max made contact there, it was a very unideal location for them to crash. Mm. And so uh, definitely, and I think, you know, I think back, there's been a lot of iconic wins and, and races here, but even in recent history, when Lewis blew a tire and still managed to win, that was at Silverstone. That was wow. the- the first season I was watching and that race blew my mind. It was, it was mind it was blowing. So I was amazing. like, I don't care how easy this car is to drive for the naysayers for Lewis. Uh-huh. That was amazing. <laughs> like he shouldn't have won. Yeah. Yeah. He, it was like the entire last lap. He had w- one wheel down. He was on three. And Max was flying to try and catch up and beat him. And that last straightaway when Lewis is coming down and his tire is missing and you just see Max come around the corner screaming to chase him. Yeah. It was so exciting. <laughs> very, very like hotly anticipated checkered flag for Lewis and for all of us. It was crazy. But that was I, Silverstone. I I remember that race being so fun though. It was really cool. And you know, another part of that was that Lewis, I think he hit something like still he went 150 with three tires wow. and one down. It's crazy as a side note that he blew a tire. And the car is still balanced. Yeah. You blow a tire in your Honda Civic and you're running on the axle like you are down. Yeah. But that Formula One car is still balanced. It's insane. You flat spot one skateboard wheel. (laughs) (laughs) And you sound like a shopping cart. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's unfathomable to be able to drive that well with three tires. Yeah. So it's a truly amazing thing. So Silverstone, in my mind, definitely brings out the best in the sport. It's a big spectacle. And I think this year where the racing has been so close, we can expect a good battle. So last year, speaking of Hamilton, he beat out Chucky Leclerc and Valtteri Bottas. Chucky was just three seconds behind Lewis Hamilton. And of course, he did his victory lap with his flag stuck out the window (laughs) in most tasteful fashion. (laughs) Uh, What are we expecting this year? So last episode, we talked a bit about upgrade packages and those that hadn't implemented their upgrade packages. Do we have information going into Silverstone about that, especially Haas. Do we know if they've implemented their packages? So many of the teams have expressed concern about their budgets already. Um, Again, not quite halfway through the season, and a lot of the teams are concerned that they're going to be able to stay within the budget cap. Um, McLaren had plans 
to implement some changes and have decided not to at this point to try to stay on target to be able to stay within the budget cap. I mean, I believe at the moment there aren't any teams that are planning on bringing anything that's at least major to Silverstone. You know, I was listening to an interview with one of the top dogs, one of the engineering guys at Mercedes, and he said that they've been changing the car weekly. Wow. Just not major upgrades, tiny things that they've been adding under the car and in the floor to be able to get it, gain a little Ooh, bit of speed new and fl- new floor eliminate. mats. <laughs> yeah. Weather tech. Underglow. <laughs> so we went to AutoZone and we found some sick floor mats. Wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> if, well, there has been seasons where Mercedes is just miles ahead in the points. They're not going to lose. Don't even some years don't drivers win the championship X amount of races, even before the season's over. Lewis did that two seasons ago. Right. It was like three races before the end of the season. He's already won the championship. Right, yeah, yeah. At that moment, can't the next race you just put underglow on your Formula One car? <laughs> it's a night race. It would be amazing. And you, you're going to win. It's, you don't need the points. <laughs> it seems as though that would be the obvious choice. But it is definitely, you know, every F1 team, there's still cash purse winnings to be had. And so there's not just like, throwing it up on the wall and being ridiculous for those few races. Oh, I would run a completely different team. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> that's what I was going to say is that's the benefit of getting more America gonna, into F1 gonna is they're going to start doing some stuff like that because America is that way. Sometimes I like to think I, I am classy enough to live in Europe, but then I think of ideas like this and I'm like, no, I was born in America. Yeah. They definitely would hate this idea. Hey, so, um, Bono, have you, you've got your points. <laughs> what if at AutoZone? Do you know AutoZone? AutoZone. It, it is VatoZone, by the way. VatoZone. Yes. You can get these sweet LED strips. They go on really easy. They plug right into your battery. And you would look, you'd be disqualified, but you would look so cool. <laughs> we could also use a USB charged battery pack for them. I mean, just yeah. saying. Would that be out of the rules? It wouldn't be, yeah. but... <laughs> you know what's funny about this is that you were making this joke like it's unreal. But NASCAR did this oh, two years ago. This podcast they, has just now become a NASCAR podcast. No, but I. <laughs> <laughs> but NASCAR ran Underglow in their All Star race at Bristol. Oh my gosh! Okay, cool. And that's that awesome. We'll kind find some of pictures awesome. for the Instagram. That is. So I was awesome. like, I can't. I can't help but be like, this is Fast and the Furious <laughs> DVD player stealing <laughs> awesomeness. <laughs> Remember how much we were hating on the Miami Grand Prix for how tacky it was? And then we come up with ideas like this. <laughs> and love them. It's people like us in charge of that race. <laughs> right. We'll put yachts, but instead of water, we'll just put a sticker on some wood and it'll be right. dope. I mean, out of our mouths, it sounds sick. Yes. <laughs> so moving into Silverstone, last episode, we talked about the porpoising issues and Mercedes' big secret plan and how it backfired on them. <laughs> now, we have a bit of an update about how that's gone. Can you give us that update, Mike? Didn't they somehow figure a way they were prepared for the rule change Yeah, with that second rod? Yeah, so basically... There's another stick holding the floor up. Yes. And basically, that's what Christian threw a fit about. Is that He was like, you knew that this was coming. For those that need a little refresher, what are we talking about? Yeah, so the FIA had basically said, figure out the porpoising. There is a limit on how much bouncing is now permitted, and we're going to measure that. And if you are not under that limit, you will be disqualified. But in that, and something that we didn't know last week, 
was that the FIA said, oh, also you can have a second floor stay. And if you've seen the cars this year, there are these little metal bars that stick out from the back of the car and go down to the edges of the carbon fiber on the skirts of the floor that keep it, they keep it down, but also keep it stiff so it doesn't move. Down and stiff. Yeah. I love a good down and stiff rod. The old down stiff rod. <laughs> Shoot. Rod and stiff. <laughs> That's what, so, that's what our NASCAR team would be called. Rod and Stiff. The new underglow package. <laughs> the new Rod and Stiff underglow package for if you've already won the championship <laughs> and want a little bit of pizzazz as you're going around Monza. <laughs> so, Rod and Stiff. Yeah, trademark. They got, uh, so anyways, they were able to add a second set in Canada to be able to button that up mm. and, and give themselves a little bit less bounce. But interestingly enough, we weren't really aware of that. They tested it They tested it in free practice. And then once they were done with free practice, realized that it didn't actually make much of a difference. So they okay. removed them. Okay. And then the FIA said, okay, never mind. You don't need it. All right. And that's the headline this week is the FIA has come back and removed that. And so from my point of view, it sounds like they're like, hey, Mercedes, here's a bone, freebie. And then they take it back once Mercedes is on its feet again. Yeah. That's nice. That's how I interpret it. Is that wrong in a nutshell? Next year, everyone has the target on the back. <laughs> Do you think Toto drunk calls Michael? <laughs> Michael, I just wanted to say thank you for saving me from Lewis this past year. If he had won, he would have been unbearable. <laughs> He would have stopped jumping into the pool in Monaco. <laughs> Too cool for Monaco pool. This is a mistake. This is not right, Michael. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, they, it seems like the FIA threw Mercedes a bone. Yeah. It backfired. It, it didn't really do anything. And then the FIA have kind of retracted. But they did say that they needed data in order to really enforce what porpoising limit they're going to put on the mm. teams. And so they're going to be measuring it again this week. It's a completely different circuit that's not as bumpy. Mm. And so what the car does will be pretty aerodynamic forest as opposed to surface. Okay. And so I think that will help them really know what that measurement should be. Okay. So cliff notes are the FIA threw Mercedes a bone and they blew it. And Haas is the underdog, and that's why we're rooting for him. <laughs> Haas is, is going to be fast in the corners, right? Yeah. How is Haas going to be great this race? I'm excited for it. I mean, I think that the last time that we've had a race that reflected what Silverstone's going to be like is Barcelona. But the thing about Barcelona is it's a very hard-to-pass track. And Silverstone has a lot of room. There's tons of room to pass. There's lots of there's DRS zones. There's tons of things going on. So where the car's fast in a straight line, does well in high-speed corners, I think Haas could be really competitive this weekend. Okay. Well, that's exciting. I'm down. I'm down for it. I might watch it. <laughs> You're going to watch it this time? I might watch it. Oh, my gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is an exciting week. Max is going to watch one of the races. Also this week, Nelson PK was oh, making yeah. some stupid remarks from an interview ages ago. Yeah, it was actually last Silverstone, which is why it came up. Uh, it's an unfortunate thing. We definitely don't condone racism. It's a, it's a shame that some of these things still happen. You know, hopefully we can move past it and have a better future for the sport. 
Speaking of a better future, we are getting new Haas boys from all over the world. Especially on the heels of our Montreal Grand Prix, we decided that it would be a good idea to have a quick chat with our resident Canadian, Kevin. And for those of you who've been listening for a few weeks, you know that he's written in a couple times with his hashtag Stroll Boys. I'm now a fan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We know. And uh, believe it or not, the only person who was not present for this chat was Parker. So We didn't want to give more power to the Stroll. Yeah, it was. It, we didn't want to be outnumbered. Here's a quick snippet of that conversation with our Haas boy, Kevin. All right. Well, welcome to the special segment of the Haas Boys, yeah. where me and Mike, what's Mike, up, co-host on the. You've never been a co-host. I don't know what a co-host is. You're our is. resident expert, no. F1. Yeah. Um, we have invited one of our listeners on the show. His name is Kevin. Hi. Um, he was in town. Just happened to be in town. <laughs> just happened. It's passing through. And asked if you could come on the show, and we're like, hey, we love listeners. Yeah. Let's get you on the I show, begged. ask you some questions. So, yeah, Kevin, this is the Haas Boys. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. First guest on the show. Yeah. Parker is absent from this segment, because me and Mike are seeing if we can handle interviewing skills. There's controversy bringing you on the show. There is. Because we've read your questions in the past, and you've notoriously hashtagged them Stroll Boys. Yeah, I'm mostly just trying to stir the pot, and it sounds like it's working, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I have no beef with Canada. I am, uh, by blood, I am from the other border, but look. I actually think I knew that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not over here cheering for Checo. Okay, I'm a Haas boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Haas boy. So we're reaching an olive branch over the border from Haas it. to. But is Aston Canadian? Is Aston uh, Martin oh, Canadian? Man. This like, is the question. I mean, the answer is no. I mean, they're based out of Silverstone. They do call it Canadian Racing Green. <laughs> For a reason. No, they I'm don't. Just it's I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you who oh, can say anything, because I believe everything Mike says. <laughs> I do too. That's, That's the basis part. of this podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Aston Martin's a great team. Vettel's great. We, we've discussed this on the podcast in, in the past. We're, we're all kind of Vettel fans. I mean, it's pretty hard not to be. Yeah. I feel like he's extremely likable. He's obviously, I mean, he's a four-time champion. He's a right. very skilled driver. How do you not like him? And the kind of like the mentorship that he has going with Mick, I think is really cool. Too. Yeah. I love seeing that on the paddock. Well, and again, that was something. So, you know, interestingly enough, I feel like something that I love about Formula One and, and, and it never seems to get old for me is even in the situation where, you know, I met Kevin probably what a few months ago and we all watched an f1 race together together it and it was, was last season last season it was last season yeah, and yeah. Then, so maybe even a year ago at this max's point birthday too oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was a year ago yeah like you just had your birth happy birthday by oh, the way thank you oh, yeah, yeah happy thank birthday, you max. but anyways it just it brings all walks of life together and um this past week i was in a hot tub and when Whoa, i was sitting in a hot tub brag. i listened to this, <laughs> this really flexing over there <laughs> this, uh, i love that the story cool. ended there and this past week i was in a hot tub i was so. in a hot tub and it brings great people together as well <laughs> very similar to formula one in that one but you were sharing some very intimate water with with some people from intimate. holland and i could hear them speaking what appeared to be dutch and so i just kind of was like oh where are you guys from you know and they're like oh we're from holland and i was like i know that's not the netherlands but does that make you max for like, max, fans? max 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 and the guy just like he lit up like a Christmas tree and he was like oh yeah we are yeah. I got like really excited and so you know likewise you know talking to Kevin was kind of like oh well you've got a pretty big you know force of nature Canadian 
running a team in the sport now. Yeah, and I mean, so tell us of your love for Aston Martin, the so Strolls, and I where do, that started. You're specific with your love for I the Strolloviches. <laughs> I love for the Strolloviches. I love Aston Martin as a whole, and I think the history of that specific team is really interesting to me, and just how it's gotten to where it's at. And I think they're one of the scrappier teams in F1. And some people take issue with that, the way that they are scrappy. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, it's clever. We'll just dub in Christian Horner's name anywhere yeah, that you say literally. something very underhanded Sometimes, like that. Well, it seems like if you're doing something right, someone's pissed. Oh, yeah. I mean, that being said, when they mimicked the Mercedes, Toto seemed totally fine with it. Right. So It's the teams that are losing that are pissed. Well, <laughs> I think that there's also, like, on the business side of things, Mercedes was supplying engines to consumer Aston Martin cars so I think there was like a little bit of there's definitely some favoritism there yeah and a little bit of like you're a customer you're paying for it yeah it was interesting because Lawrence Stroll the owner of the team (laughs) was just copying the plans for the Mercedes car which and maybe you can speak to this Mike because I don't know the rules as well as you do but from what I understand they were not breaking any rules by doing that the only part that was actually in question was the brake ducts the entire car its theory and everything you could tell visually was almost identical yeah it seems like it's almost as if it's like an unspoken rule like you just don't do that right and they broke that unspoken rule because well, Lawrence Stroll just degaff <laughs> for sure <laughs> like well he wanted the he wanted the one way ticket to the front right yep. and so and there's there there is some value in that and in the past it's it's not the most unheard of thing right. but i you know in formula 1 one of the things that you know we've discussed on the podcast in the past is that like by definition the formula is the competition right and so by taking another car that's already existed and is obviously successful and being like we're just gonna copy this Mm. definitely has like a little bit of a waft of weaselness Mm. but yeah because like the competition is in the engineering right right? and so you're just basically copying someone's homework right it it makes the constructors championship a little bit less important feeling Mm. yeah i feel that and i think (laughs) to like clear the air a little bit (laughs) i definitely pour gas on the whole stroll thing when i message you with (laughs) questions but i really do love haas and every single week i root for haas and it's been how mad it's been hard the past few weeks man this year's been rough yeah it's been great and it's been started way better than last so much hope too well i feel like the hope just to speak to that is almost why it hurts more hope's a dangerous thing yeah because last year it was like well we know we're finishing last right so but this year it's like well we qualified fifth and sixth so when when we don't get a result that hurts more and this didn't get called out um i think on last week's episode but lance stroll canadian finishing the points in canada i can't believe i was pretty stoked i can't believe this podcast didn't give more attention to lance (laughs) 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 what's what's funny about lance is to me, he is like not the least cool person on the grid, which is really saying something. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think that he's just like yeah. really devoid of any kind of like authenticity and cool. He's just it seems like very much like a follower in a lot mm. of ways. Like I'm just kind of doing what Dad says, but I think he's a competent driver. Like you and I have texted about this. Oh yeah, I I actually think that uh, Lance, it, you know, Parker is known on the podcast for being the supporter of the Stroll Boys. Whatever he can like articulate which team he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's the McLaren. Um, yeah, yeah. Prova. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. But Lance is definitely when we compare him in the pack of the billionaire boys, has definitely proven himself to be a much more worthy 
worthy sportsman in that regard. Lance has definitely delivered. Uh, Latifi has definitely been a little bit of a struggle. He's also a home. I don't want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so you you <laughs> are Canadian from Canada. I, sorry, you yeah, love the Montreal GP. Yeah. So I grew up on Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. Not at all close to Montreal. <laughs> people that don't know. Um, that's West Coast versus yeah, East Coast, West, essentially. Totally. But yeah, I do like that that there are Canadians involved in the sport you, just as much as you guys love but Americans you, being involved. You don't even recognize Latifi. Who? Exactly. Plan L. Plan L. Plan L. Latifi, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So what do you did, say about it, right? Did like, we, did, I heard there was a there was a massive push to yeah, vote I, Latifi driver of the day. <laughs> And which on, I loved. The t- on TV they didn't even promote driver of the day and they I think not. it was on purpose no way yeah well because after they they said the results and there was like a missing massive chunk oh. of the votes <laughs> and they're like Sky Sports or F1 or whatever they're does like, not driver want driver of the day Charles Leclerc. Yeah, Charles Leclerc this is just this is a huge conspiracy and I love it because yeah. it's probably true he could get uh, those points because I saw Sky Sports and I like why, why do they have to honor what you're actually voting for this they, is, don't yeah. they don't care they don't care they definitely don't care. <laughs> it's like under there that says we have to show you one. Yeah, it was a very, very upsetting thing because the fans. It's for the fans. It is Max has fans. asked me repeatedly when driver of the day points comes into the championship. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I have this to on the podcast. Yeah, it's I have to constantly <laughs> remind him that that is not. They get one. Not, they don't get. They get one or two they, points. They, it's they, like they, a. Um, they it's get like a, a participation point. badge almost. Yeah. Um, and who better to get a participation badge than Latifi? I mean, at least he gets something before yeah. he leaves because he doesn't have any points. I'm sorry, yeah. but having a seat in F1 was a participation <laughs> yeah, badge. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm envious of him. That sounds yeah. cool as hell. Right. Like, Great job. Sweet. And, and, and he's still getting paid millions. And to if do you it. take Latifi to any other situation where you're going to be driving against him or seeing him drive, he'll destroy you. Yeah, he'd smoke oh, you. That's, this is exactly what we were talking about last week. I was like, you know, if Latifi goes to the World Endurance Championship and he gets in a prototype car and is driving with some of the best of Le Mans, I would not be surprised to see him in the car that's beating everybody. Because it's just like his reaction skills, his agility, a lot of the, I don't know, athletic performance that's demanded mm-hmm. and expected of F1 drivers. He, I mean, he's going to be better than pretty much anyone in the World Endurance Championship. Yeah, like the worst driver on the grid is going to be the best driver in so many other places. Well, we- it's like similar to even someone who's on the bench in the NBA coming and playing at like right. your local gym or like in D1. <laughs> you're just going like, to get dusted. Yeah, yeah and you, you, you show up thinking like, oh, this guy's just play off the bench. Like this guy sucks. Like I can get a shot off. No, you're just going to be teed up the whole time. Like, yeah, because I mean, Latifi. Why are we still on this? But <laughs> plan out. We wanted. We, we know you want to talk about your favorite Canadian. <laughs> but Latifi has a license <laughs> to drive an F one. Right? It does. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's license. not something. Yeah. yeah whatever. Anyway, he, let's move on. Has he been sneaking on the grid? Um, he's, he's just got a stamp on his permit. Actually, I do like your comparison of Aston Martin being scrappy. Haas is super scrappy. To me, I see. I mean. There aren't like a lot of similarities, but there are some to me. And the scrappiness is there. I think that Haas is the scrappiest team. For sure. Like there's no, I don't think that there's a conversation. I mean, that that high qualifying position was amazing. I think, remember how at the beginning of the season, we were really looking forward to when they were going to get points. Right. And I was going to lose my mind. I was thinking, what, is it going to be mid-season? We're finally going to be up in the points because of how badly they were doing last season. And now they're up in the points. Like right. it's... It's like we and, expect and we, we're like way too spoiled now. I'm like, right. this is we're doing way better than we thought. I think, 100%. but we can expect more. I think my expectations even like compounded once K Mag came on, mm. and 
I was like, oh sweet, maybe we're gonna, maybe we'll get a podium. Yeah, you know, yeah. like instantly, I was just like, okay, I want more. I think, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's in the cards. And it is. I mean, if Montreal had gone their way, I think it was in the cards. I really do think Lewis would have been fighting K Mag for third. I think you're right. And it's it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. And uh, I'm I'm not super quiet about how I felt about. I mean, K Mag just but, that dangerous uh, driving around Lewis. Dangerous driving. <laughs> Some dangerous driving. Well, we need to start wrapping this up. Kevin, it's been a pleasure to have you on the Thanks show. For having this me might on. make it to the episode. I don't think we talked about anything concrete. But <laughs> I'm glad we got to talk about Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. We haven't really highlighted them yet, um, but it's good to talk about them and then to bring in Haas with it as well. Yeah, I think discussion. if any, like those are the two teams that I'm mm-hmm. rooting for every single week. Yeah. and then if it's not them, I love. Well, it's not even a team. I love seeing Danny. Who doesn't love seeing Danny? Yeah. Even? Um, but yeah, those are. Those are the yeah. guys that I root for every single week. Yeah, so those well, come on the Haas boys. Well, I've got a couple last things before I okay. let, before I let Max wrap up. What is your prediction for Silverstone podium? Podium. That's a good question. I'm gonna say Checo. Okay. To take it. Okay. And then I'm gonna go Checo, Science, and Russell. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I like that because I think we're gonna have a couple DNFs. That's probably true. Yeah. I feel like good old Chucky Leclerc. He's just on. I don't know. He I, his headspace is off, and like you, you can kind of feel it. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's real. And if you look at his Instagram, it's like I feel like it's kind of obvious. Yeah, I think <laughs> is he just like in a fog? I haven't seen it, but is he just like posting emo pictures he's, of himself? His pants are a little more torn than usual. Something for in sure. The way he's just like <laughs> really dark pictures. Of himself. He's uh, not driving Ferraris. Put it that way. Yeah, he's in cabs. Yeah, Max, what do you think? What are your predictions for this Ooh, Sunday? I don't know. It'd be so fun to see a Haas on the podium. K-Mag yeah. up in there would be great. I would love to see a Ferrari on the first spot, whether if it's mm-hmm. Sainz, preferably Chucky, because I do want that competitiveness to stay. I feel like if, if Red Bull starts to win more, it's going to become a, a runaway. If I want, if Red Bull's going to win, yeah. I want it to be Checo, and I want them to be like, how is this happening? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're going to be like, why, why is driver two winning? <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. Where to, they don't know what to do. And to keep that competitiveness. Yeah. Multi-21. They have to like yeah. basically let Checo win. Yeah. It's going to be multi-22. See, so if like Max and Chuck take themselves out. Yes. Just like how Lewis, and Lewis did. Mm-hmm. But Lewis went on to win. So yeah, if uh, it'd be fun. I agree. If Max and, che- and Chucky could take each other out. Yep. To leave it open for Sergio and Charles to... Uh, and Carlos. Carlos to battle Same it out. Same name. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be really fun. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin, thanks again for coming thanks on. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. And that's it. Oh. Get the hell off our podcast. <laughs> Okay. Wow, that was really awesome. I'm really, I'm really so sad I missed that. God, gotcha. yeah. There's a lot. There was a Good lot in that. Old Kevin, just <laughs> home alone, Kevin. Thanks so much for uh, participating with yeah, us, Kevin. Yeah, we're glad. We're glad. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We're glad Kevin took the time was to come Canadian? in. It was. Okay, good. We're glad he took the time to come in and let Mike and I kind of harass him about his devotion to the strolls. But a- glad that he Latifi. loves the Haas boys. I think one thing that shows through that interview is that you can love a team, but you can love Haas boys as well. Yeah. The Haas has room for everyone. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter where you're from. You can still be loyal mm-hmm. to the correct team. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Haas is strong with this one. Yeah. So in the future, we might be reaching out to more Haas boys out there across the world to have a quick interview on why you're a Haas boy fan. If that interests you, send a message to the show. We might reach back. 
Also, if you have a question for us, we would love for you to submit it in a voice memo format. Send it to us at dashosboys at gmail.com. Or you can send it to us if you have our numbers. You can text us to us. <laughs> yeah. You text better it to not us. have our numbers. If you record an audio file and then submit it via waveform through Dropbox, um, we can take that Dropbox and then convert it to Don't. a zip file. Do we do have VLC players. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Which means that we can play JPEGs. Oh, so we're also taking uh, drunk texts, drunk Instagram DMs, and drunk voice memos for one week only. So if you all get drunk for Silverstone... Make sure to get in touch with the Haas boys. Tell your friends about it during the drunk text sweepstakes premium sale. Yeah, we're going to take the best drunk text and read it over the air. And the winner gets 15% off. Are you serious? Yeah, 15% 15 off of of an episode. We'll be posting Kevin's phone number to send drunk text to him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope he's not listening. No way he's listening to this. No way. No way. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We are the Haas Boys. Bye. Bye. That's one small podcast. You are the beautifulest sea captain.